Hello, and thank you for listening to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. We're honored to spend some time with you and well done on investing in your relationship. It matters. Our goal is to encourage and equip you in your incredible adventure of marriage, whether you're in a low place or a high place. This is for us, those courageous enough to believe we can actually change the world, one marriage at a time, starting with our own. Please connect with us on our website, hoperelentless.com. And remember, there is always, always hope. Hi, Sarah Gale and Chad here with Hope Relentless. And we hope you're having a fantastic day so far. So last week we talked about why marriage and the first thing being partnership. And today we're going to talk about why marriage and family. So Hope Relentless's mission is to encourage and equip marriages and kind of answering that question of why marriage you know last week uh, as a quick recap we talked about this concept as christians we're called to love god and love people and so if at the core of god's purpose for our life is loving people well then it makes sense that we need to start with our spouse right that's the most meaningful uh, and hopefully long-standing relationship in our life it's kind of the basic unit of what starts to create a family And so it's so important to love our spouse uh, as we are following Jesus. And before we start loving other people, uh, we've had moments where maybe our relationship hit some challenges and obviously we still wanna treat other people well. But big picture, the health of our relationship, it matters to God and it matters to our purpose. And while we're not gonna always get it right, it's something we wanna pursue. We wanna continue to grow in the health and strength of our marriage. And now we're gonna talk about family. So that's the next sphere of influence that God has entrusted us with, our family. That could be our kids, that could be in-laws, siblings, uh, these people in our world that we can encourage and support, but really it stems out of kind of the marriage and that, you know, when I married you, I got my family extended. When you married me, Mm -hmm. your family extended. And when I think of family, because of our situation, I think of our children. And so marriages have the ability to impact the next generation. And that is huge. And one of the things when it comes to our children is they catch things. More is caught than taught. And so when we're talking about how to deal with authority, we're talking about how to love another person, how to forgive, how to be kind, how to serve, how to honor, all of those things are caught in our relationship. And so it becomes crucial that our relationship, again, is not perfect. We're not about perfect because that's false and that creates other dysfunctions. But we are talking about authentic and we are talking about intentional. And so when our relationship is focused on being intentional and growing and taking the time to model and say, we're sorry when we do mess up with the kids, they learn so much and that will impact how they relate to other people. You know, I think about, uh, you know, when you do marriage counseling for couples, so often the family of origin kind of creates patterns in our life. So the family that you grew up in created patterns that you entered our relationship with. My family created patterns in my life that I entered our relationship with. Mm -hmm. And then depending on those patterns, some of them are good and some of them are not, we start to reproduce those in our kids. Mm -hmm. And so kind of getting back to this idea of, well, why marriage? Because marriage is one of the most significant areas 
that we can have a positive impact on the next generation. When our relationship is healthy, our ability to raise healthier kids increases. Mm -hmm. When Sarah Gail and I love each other well, we're giving an example for our kids that they can copy and duplicate. And I love what you said. Unfortunately, more is caught than taught. And so they, they see our actions way more than they hear our words. You know, if, or we've got almost, um, almost two teenagers, 14 and 12 at the time of this recording. And we get a lot of like, we go on these like rants, right? The kids call them rants. And at the end, there's always, uh-huh, yeah, okay. And then oftentimes no change in action because more is caught than taught. I actually still remember, um, this is easy for me to share the story because it's about you. Oh, but gosh. I remember when our firstborn son, Joshua, at the time we called him Joshi, was, was like a toddler, like maybe around two. And you were having conversations with him and he, I don't even remember what he did, but he wouldn't say sorry. And you got really upset. Like, why won't he say sorry? And I was kind of sitting over there thinking, you know, and I ended up getting the courage to say it. I was like, Sarah, yeah, Joshua won't say sorry because you don't say sorry. And you were like, yes, I do. I, I, you know, and then later on in the day, something else happened that it would have been easy for Sarah Gill to say, I'm sorry, and she didn't. And I was like, hey, like, here's kind of an example. And so, but in her family of origin, taking ownership and apologizing for things wasn't common. There was this need to project um, that we have things together. And so if you say, I'm sorry, you're admitting you messed up. And so you could see how Sarah Gill learned that unknowingly, and now it's almost reproduced in our firstborn son. Now Sergey apologizes and takes ownership all the time. And this is an example. I've got plenty of things in my life that I picked up that are also need to be kind of addressed so that they're not duplicated, right? You don't want a copy of, of that. But that's an example of how a toddler, a little two-year-old, is hearing the principle of forgiveness but they need to see it. Right. And so this is why the marriage is so significant that as we continue to, um, to grow as individuals and grow in our marriage, it, it's what our kids are learning. Right, and so you alluded to the upbringing of people. And so when I see clients, we do spend a lot of time on that because like you said, it does reproduce itself in the marriage and then also in the household. And so when it comes to the significance of our families and how, why marriage because of our families, there's so much at stake with our children and even with the people that we surround ourselves with, with our children's friends, with other people, if we don't have children, with the community, the families within the community. And so with our marriages, it's important to recognize that we are being consistent in what we're doing. And so what I mean by that is being intentional. Just, you know, if we're, if we're speaking life in our relationships, in our family, then we know that that's gonna build, that's gonna grow something. And these, these are more Christ-like characteristics where we speak life, where we do the things that the word talks about, where we honor one another, where we forgive, where we're not easily offended because those aren't just 
wise tales or uh, theories. These are powerful concepts in the Bible that oftentimes are attached with a promise. And so with our children and with our spouses, with each other even, as we can incorporate scripture in our life and actually see how it's relevant and how it's applicable in our day to day and model that and show that, then we're teaching our children more than just momentary discipline or uh, a change change of behavior. We're teaching them character. We're teaching them how to be more Christ-like, which is just really going to impact their futures and their purpose and help them to find more fulfillment than they would have otherwise. Yeah, I think about, you know, as, as we've gotten into, as we've experienced more life, mm-hmm. The things that are important to me have changed, right? When I was younger, it was about having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, who can we hang out with? Who's What's going to be the most fun thing we can do in this moment? And then, you know, when you're younger, like, responsibilities aren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Then as you get older, you start to pick up more responsibilities. Then you start to, your relationships and how you build relationships and where you get relationships starts to change. And... You know, then as you get married and older, oftentimes at the, the, the front of the list is responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And at least for me, at some point, as we started to get older, it's like, man, we need to be saving money. We need to be investing money, how we spend our money, how we spend our time. All of these things matter. You know, as my parents are older and towards retirement age, you start to think about, they start to talk about the decisions they made when they were our age. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But when we talk about why marriage, I'm becoming more aware of how important the investment into our relationship and into our marriage, the return on that investment is unlimited. And we talked about this briefly in the partnership, but when we think about the impact our relationship has on our kids Mm -hmm. and on our extended family, that it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's so significant that as we prioritize our relationship, we are giving our kids something that will benefit them for the rest of their life. Yeah. When you and I wrestle through and learn how to process genuine forgiveness, then we are giving our kids this gift of how to ask for forgiveness, how to extend forgiveness. When we learn how to communicate in an encouraging way, when we learn how to resolve conflict in a way that strengthens and builds a relationship instead of destroys a relationship, we are giving a gift to the next generation. So as they begin life's adventure and life's experiences and their relationships continue to extend way beyond ours, that's one of the things we've got a teenager that's in high school now and there's a whole group of friends. Like we have no idea who they are. They're mm-hmm. friends from school. They're friends from sports. There's, yeah. you know, like when they're little, all of their friends are our friends' kids. And so you could, right or wrong, there was a sense of control over those relationships. There's an opportunity to teach. Hey, when this happened, you know, what do you think about this? Well, now there's all these interactions that we're not a part of. Mm-hmm. And so it comes back to that opportunity. Well, what are they catching? at home because that is ultimately what is going to happen as they walk out the doors and begin living their own life. And this is what makes marriage so important. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we miss it and we think 
because we have these kids or these in-laws, different relationships, that our attention can, can change towards that and go off of the marriage. And so it's, it, it makes sense in the sense that that might be an urgent need. You know, when you have young kids and you have teenagers, there's an urgent need to be present and to be in the mix of it all. And a lot of times the marriage gets neglected because of that feel or that sense of that urgency. But I want to encourage you listening to prioritize. Yeah. this relationship and know and trust that as this relationship is strong and grows those other relationships will will follow suit and even bigger than that as our relationship with christ grows this relationship grows and so if you have to choose one the relationship with christ is the one because from that all else grows and and, and is just that much better. And the last thing I want to say is I think of when it, when it comes to why marriage and we think of family, I think of the little girl, little Sarah Gale growing up. And I think of my family, which wasn't perfect. Most of our families are not perfect. And I think of my family and just going through different seasons of, of challenge. And I remember I had this little pink journal and I, I, I think I was a very sweet girl. <laughs> I was very just thoughtful and pensive and just writing in my journal and I remember I almost still feel how I felt in the sense of just wanting more just feeling sad in that moment and asking God that I to give me a family that loved him and loved people one day because the environment I was in was not was not God's best and I knew it even though I didn't know God fully at that time still don't know him fully but I didn't have a relationship with him at the time he was pursuing me and I could, I knew that he had more when it came to family in my life. And so I think of little Sarah Gale hurting in pain in the midst of her family, wanting more, not knowing how to articulate it and the power of a environment that, that would have been more um, just engaging and more, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Just more conducive to to family life of, of showing and modeling the things that we're talking about and how that would have really impacted me as a young girl and so that's what's at stake when we look at our children you know they know they there's something in us that knows there's more and they want that more but we as the as a relationship as a husband and wife it's our job to be good stewards of what god has given us and to show them that path and so you see this this you know, desire in a, in a little Sarah Gale kind of playing out. And so as we wrap up this episode about why marriage and talk about family is hopefully it's an encouragement for you that if you have an opportunity to invest into your marriage, it's always worth it. Always. Because the impact and the ripple effect is so significant. And so the power of a date night, the power of an experience, the power of... Of, of forgiveness, of loving each other and encouraging each other well, is it's really not just about this relationship. Mm -hmm. Once there's kids, right? Yeah. Once there's extended family, in-laws, people are seeing how we interact. Mm -hmm. And so that can either encourage them, that can either inspire their faith, or it can do the opposite. And so it's so significant and what we can accomplish simply by learning how to love each other well, learning how to strengthen and invest into our actual marriages. 
Well, we certainly enjoyed talking about family and the power of family when it comes to why marriage. And until next time, remember, there's always, always,